This is Carissa. And this is Simon, and we're Be the Bookworm. Today we'll be discussing The House Swap by Yvette Clark. Allie and Sage would not be friends, even if they didn't live 5,000 miles apart. Allie is a middle child living in a sleepy English village who dreams of being a spy. Sage, an only child from Los Angeles, is more interested in her crystal collection than cracking codes. Though they have nothing in common, their worlds collide when their parents agree to a house swap. Allie's family will spend their vacation at Sage's house in sunny California, while Sage and her mom will stay at Allie's cottage in England. When the girls meet, it doesn't take super spy skills to see that Sage is worried about the tension between her parents. Determined to fix things, the girls hatch a complicated plan. But while Allie is pulling the strings in Sage's family, she's struggling to feel heard in her own. With her obnoxious older brother and annoying younger sister taking up all her parents' time. It may take a trip halfway around the world for Sage and Allie to find their place at home. So I thought this was a great book to put on a summer reading list. Uh, I agree. I think it was very much oriented to a kind of a, it was a happier book. Yes. Well, I don't know that that's what's required. It was also another book that was a lot more geared toward friendship and action and adventure. Sure. Absolutely. So not a book that we would necessarily pick up off the shelf if it weren't for our trusty Owlcrate Junior subscription that uh, we enjoy because they... Um, I subscribe to it for the boys because they send us books that are both new that we wouldn't have read before. And they don't always send us quite the genres that are expected or that we read or even that, that are our preferred genres, which is good because we like to mix it up. And we think that's really important in your reading because you get something from all the books. What I really liked about this one is I really like the way the author pulled everything together at the end. Um, But let's back up just a little bit. So this is a book, as you heard, that has uh, focuses on two girls and their families. And their families make a house swap and basically change spots for the summer, which is kind of a cool idea. Um, But one of them is English and one of them is Los Angeles, California. And so I thought the author did a great job of uh, both playing into those stereotypes and also breaking some of them. But there was there's a lot of stereotyping that that plays out here, but it makes it fun. So I enjoyed it. Um, Allie, who is Allegra, but thinks the name is terrible, so refuses to be called that. Um, has her own discomfort about being the middle child. She constantly feels overlooked. Have you ever felt that way? You're not the middle child. I'm not the middle child. But I wonder, no. does it, like, there's there's a trope that that holds true for middle children. Middle yeah. children are constantly overlooked. They're the peacemakers. I'm a middle child. Yeah, how did that go for you? Yeah, it went fine. Stereotype. You think so? Yeah, I think so. I don't think so. I disagree. Um, but so she's got this the, a little bit of a complex. She's very into her spying. So if you have any very any any super sleuth in in the family, this might be a good one to share yeah, with in them. Yeah, that part it felt a lot like city spies. Oh yeah, 
Yeah. Okay. Uh, I don't know that a, a, it, the it spying aspect. It wasn't nearly yeah. as. I just loved the way that she had a book on spying and basically had read it front to back and all the ways in between and would like reference particular pages for Sage. It was pretty hilarious. Her level of effort in, in the spy category. Um, and then Sage, who knows that something's up with her parents. It's just she and her mom that go on the vacation without her dad. And that makes her really kind of upset. And nervous. And nervous. That's right. So I'm going to spoil a little bit. So you guys know that um, this is Parent Trap-esque. If uh, you are of my generation hearing that, you know exactly what I'm talking about. If you are not, ask your parents. Um, <laughs> they'll know. So It even talks about it in the book. So should Allie have concocted the plan for Sage and... Should Sage have executed the plan? What do you think? I think, um, no. I don't think either of them should have done what they did. I feel like she just asked. Would have been a lot easier so than you, luring your dad to England. So, so you think that there would have been better ways to handle that situation? Yes. That didn't involve frightening and scaring your father and them getting on a plane and heading straight to England from New York. Was the father justifiably angry when he found out the truth? Yes. What would happen to you in that situation? I would probably be disowned. <laughs> that's that's unlikely, but I, I I'm glad that you see that perhaps that was a foolish plan that perhaps <laughs> there's no perhaps about it. Okay. Well, we're agreed then. So not everything you read in books, you ought to take to heart and do um, <laughs> the moral I'll of that say. story. But I did feel for Sage in that she felt like she couldn't ask the question. And in this case, it wasn't necessarily that she couldn't, it was more like being an ostrich and keeping her head in the sand. If she didn't ask the question, then she wouldn't know the answer. And she knew the answer because it's important that we listen to our intuition. We kind of know, even without confirmation sometimes. It all started with the pancakes. It did. Read the book and find out more. And then, as I was saying at the beginning... I really loved the way that the author wrapped it up for Allie as well. So while this book is about friendship, it's also about family dynamics and relationships and communication. So both Allie and Sage might not necessarily do the best job at communicating. Maybe. Maybe maybe that's not the best their best yeah skill. no that's not their strong suit um and if they did communicate more openly they probably could avoid some of their distressors i think i made up a word 
Woo! <laughs> that that they face. So they could have overcome some things just with simple talking. But that can be hard, can't it? Yeah, I guess. Yeah. But I liked the way that the author wrapped it up for Allie as well within her own family because there was some communication. Yeah. But it took one of those really traumatic events for it to come about. And I won't spoil that. You'll have to read the book. So I have a couple of other books to recommend. Um, last week, we talked about Mirror to Mirror by Ranjani LaRocca. Yeah, I had a, I, anyway, you saw it in my face. Thinking is hard. Yes, it is. So that one has some elements of Parent Trap as well, but also a great summer book because it takes place partially at camp. And then I also think that if you enjoyed the Vanderbeekers of 141st Street, you would also enjoy the house swap. Not as big of families, but also just delightful. And then the other one that I think is a great series to pick up for the summer is The Penderwicks. Oh, yes. I didn't think about The Penderwicks. Yeah. So if these are the types of books that you really enjoy reading, those are some The Penderwicks and is funny. And The really, Vanderbeekers. They're that, funny. They're really funny. They'll keep you occupied most of the summer. And the audiobooks of those are fantastic um, as well. So. Um, one other one that I would mention is The Incorrigible Children of Ashton Place. It's not really like this at all. I just love the audiobook. And it does deal with sibling dynamics, relationships, and family. Not so much on the friendship theme. Um, but it's a great series as well. So if you are thinking about what you're going to read this summer and are participating in any summer reading programs, those are some that I would throw out there and recommend to you. Anything else you have? Did you have a favorite non-human character? Non-human? I'm trying to keep it interesting, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to go with one of the chickens because I miss my chickens. Oh, really? I kind of thought you were going to say Bear. Well, Bear's a lovely character as well. He's the dog. Yeah. But definitely the chickens. I just, like, were... I just like the chickens. I like the chickens too. Yeah. Yeah. You know. So lots of good fun stuff in store for you in this book. So we hope you'll take a listen and and read it. We did not listen to this one on audiobook. So if you do and you really enjoy it, we'd love to know about that too. So send us a message or reach out. All right, well, thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you in the next one. This is Carissa. And this is Simon, and we're Be the Bookworm. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to follow us on your preferred podcast player. And if you want to see more of what we're reading, hop on over to at Be The Bookworm podcast and follow us on Instagram. We share more information about the books we're reading and read-alikes that we think you'll enjoy. And if you have any suggestions or comments or books that you think we ought to read, please send those over to us. We'd love to hear from you. Thank you so much for, for listening from Be The Bookworm. <laughs>